Hello, and thanks for checking in at Calamo. You know, we're just starting a, a new series on supermen of the Bible. You know, and we're, we're going to be celebrating some accomplishments of some very special people and then exploring what we can learn from them to improve our lives. And so I'm really excited to, to be able to share some insights with you on, on what we can learn and gain from these, these, uh, these men. And so we're going to start out with our question this morning of, who is your superman? So, before we go there, do you remember the, the Superman of the, the comic series and, and several TV shows? This, this heroic figure from the planet Krypton who, who stood up for good and helped people in distress and he fought crime and evil? And, and, and I vaguely remember he had this evil enemy, I think his name was Lex Luthor, who schemed to defeat him and you know, he, he, he just kept working on it. Well. There's a few key parts of Superman that I'd like to focus on today, and that is, you know, he was a person who was gifted with incredible strength. Uh, and, and then not just physical strength, but also strong moral fiber, because he used his talents, he used his strengths to do good, to help others, to stand against evil. You know, and, and if you read into this, you know, he, I'd wait for that car to go by truck, tractor. Um, he used his, all these talents and, and then he seems to sacrifice per, pursuing his own, his own interests, his own personal life to work for the common good. But you know what, what I find so interesting is how closely the story of Superman parallels the story of Jesus and then our mission as Christ followers. As a matter of fact, the, the original comic strip was created in the 1930s by Jerry Siegel and Joel Schuster, and they were a pair of Jewish teenagers. And the, the research I did, they did model some of Superman's features from Moses and from Samson. Uh, but how Superman closely parallels Jesus is really interesting. You know, the, the brightly colored triangle on his chest to, could be related to the Trinity nature of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So anyway, let's, let's ask this question. Who is your Superman and what makes them your Superman? So. I'd like to take a quick look at some of the people from the Bible and just, just some brief comments on what makes them uh, noteworthy. Now, first off, let's say though that although Jesus is fully human, he's also fully God, and we're going to put him in a whole different classification. He's, he, he's, he's above this, this conversation. So let's start with the Old Testament. So some possibilities from the Old Testament are Abraham, the, the, the father of God's people. He was the one that that was comfortable and rich and all of that. And God said, hey, go there. And Abraham faith and, and he traveled uh, and took that incredible risk. Then we have Moses. Uh, Moses had a, a speech problem. <coughs> Moses had a speech problem. And so when God asked him to go confront Pharaoh, Moses thought God was out of his mind. And, and so that story went on. And, and then there's David, uh, King David uh, started out as a little shepherd boy, uh, killed, the, Goli killed David, uh, the Goliath and, and with a slingshot, and then grew to be uh, a man who was after God's own heart. Then we have Samson reputed to be the strongest man in the world. You know, he, he, uh, he, he could, his feet, physical feats were incredible. 
Or how about the, the trio, I'll, I'll lump them together, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego, uh, who defied uh, the, the uh, whichever country it was, and they got thrown into the fiery pit. Um, and one of my favorites is Hosea. Um, he was a prophet, a minor prophet, but uh, God told him to marry a prostitute, and, and he did. And, and uh, you know, as, as a, I guess, a, anybody, if, if you were told to marry a, a, a female prostitute or a male prostitute, whatever, and, 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 and told to be faithful, uh, I mean, think about those heartstrings. But there are others. There's lots of others. So you might want to think about who, who of that bunch or uh, uh, some other names, you know, kind of resonates with you. Now, if we go to the New Testament, the list is shorter. Uh, at least my list is a little shorter. Of course, we have Paul, the Apostle Paul. He, uh, he was incredible. He, he was one of those 110 percenters. The, Jesus knocked him on his feet, uh, on his knees, uh, on the road to Damascus, and to, told him to stop persecuting his followers. And, and he, was, he, he was a phenomenal force for Jesus. Uh, uh, in the early church, we have John, uh, the gospel writer John, who is Jesus' favorite. We is reputed to be Jesus' favorite. Uh, also wrote the book of Revelation. Peter was one of the early leaders of the church, and there's others. But you know, Christianity has continued since the the last book of the, of the Bible, and so there's some post-Bible possibilities that might be your Superman of the Bible. Now we have Martin Luther. Uh, he was born in 1483, and he is credited with starting the, the Reformation, um, which was the beginning of the Protestant Church, and, and there's a long story around that. Uh, John Calvin was born in 1509. Uh, he uh, basically started the thought of predestination, and uh, the CRC and some others are Calvinistic in their theology. John Smythe, uh, 1609, uh, is credited with starting the Baptist Church in Scotland. John Wesley, John Wesley is credited with, uh, with uh, starting the, the Methodist Church and, uh, and also the Nazarene Church. Um, he was born in 1703. So all four of those have had huge impacts on the theology that uh, religions today uh, uh, follow or, or uh, support. Then more modern than that, how about Martin Luther King, born in 1929? I mean, what he did for the civil rights movement uh, is, is obviously of, of a super nature. But there's others. There's, there's others. So each one of these men were influential in their time and in different ways. So, so let's have some fun. You know, let's vote for who we think is our Superman of the Bible or Superman of God, if you want to go with the more modern uh, Superman. Um, now, if you're going to attend our in-person worship, I'd like to invite you to do that. You can vote with a paper ballot, right? Um, for our online listeners, put a note in the chat box. Who's your Superman? Now, for today, I want to talk about uh, David, and that would be King David. He's, he's kind of like my Superman of the Bible. King David was born about 1000 BC, about a thousand years before Christ. And you hear about King David's story in 1st and 2nd Samuel in the beginning of 1st Kings. And then of course he wrote a good share of the Psalms. He was anointed by God to be king of the Hebrews at a young age. He was just a shepherd boy. And we hear that in 1st Samuel 16. 
And then while he was still shepherding his father's sheep, he defeated Goliath, this giant Philistine. We hear about that in 1 Samuel 17. Now, David was a passionate man who was passionate about God. And I want to read this little bit out of 2 Samuel chapter 6. David, now this is when he was king. So David danced before the Lord with all his might. David was girded with a linen ephod. Now that was a, a priestly garment, but it was an undergarment. So he's kind of dancing around in his BVDs. Um, so anyway, David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with sound of trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, looked out the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. Um, so, and then we are told that David was a man after God's own heart. We hear that in 1 Samuel chapter 13. The God has sought out a man after his own heart, and the God has appointed him to be ruler over his people. And he's talking about David. Um, and that was said by the prophet Samuel, who was kind of like God's mouthpiece at the time. Um, now, one way that we can sense how much David loved God is that of the 150 Psalms in the Bible, David is credited with, credited with writing over half of them. And many of them were written at troubling times of his life when he was struggling. But God, God David repeatedly mentions how much he loves God's perfect word. In a, in a beautiful example, this comes to us from Psalm 119. And, and David writes, I find delight in your commandments because I love them. I revere your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. So we can see David's intense love for God and his word. And David doesn't just read about God's word, he savors and meditates on it. And you know, we can use that example of David's intense love to inspire us to spend more time digging into God's word and wrestling with how it becomes real for us so that we can gain in wisdom and understanding. But we go on. But David has his human failings, and oh boy, does he have human failings. First, he commits adultery with Bathsheba, who was a married woman. We hear about that in 2 Samuel 11. Now, adultery's wrong, all about it, all period. But what's especially grievous about this is David had many wives and concubines. It's not like he didn't have female companionship. Now we know he had at least seven wives and 10 comp concubines, and there's vague references to many more. And then to top it off, he had Bathsheba's husband killed in battle, 2 Samuel chapter 12. So David had his human failings, and he weren't just little white lie type of failings, but he loved God and he still remained a God, a man after God's own heart. So that brings up a couple more questions. What about David makes, kind of gives you the biggest impact or has the biggest impact on you? And then what ways are you like David? So that brings us up to what can we learn from the story of David? What well, I can tell you what makes the biggest impact on me is that God loved David in spite of his human failings. In turn, David never turned his back on God, but he was passionate about his love for God, even as he slipped off the path, so to speak. And I think we can learn from this is that God wants our hearts. You know, he wants our love and our attention. He doesn't like our failings. Now, David suffered consequences for his actions, but David never lost his faithfulness to God, 
and God always loved the man after his own heart. Well, David was in an intimate relationship with God, the, the intimate relationship that Jesus calls us to be with him. And I think this, for me, it gives me a powerful assurance that God will love me in spite of my feelings. And it encourages me to be in an intimate 24-7 relationship with God. Now, David was an ancestor to Jesus, but I'm sure that David was in love with Jesus. So just as Jesus willingly came to earth to help us work through our shortcomings, to give us a face to focus on, so that we can always have that assurance of God's never ceasing love. And that brings us up to our closing discussion question. Who is your Superman of the Bible? And then, how can he help you grow closer to God? And now, take our prayer challenge. Take that five minutes each day and, and think about Superman and the message that we hear from this fictional character. And then focus on your Superman. How can you use their example as an inspiration to your faith and your love for God? And whatever you do, talk with God often and ask him to feel his love and grow in relationship with him. I hope that you found this message to be helpful. Father's Day is coming up in, in uh, actually next Sunday, and so this is kind of, we're kind of getting a jump on Father's Day with a theme on men. But if you think that David is a great example of a Superman from the Bible and gives you inspiration, put a shout out in the comments for this video. But be sure and vote for your Superman from the Bible, whether it would be online or in person. And if you'd like more information or if you have questions about Jesus and his message of the good news, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box for this post. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. Or you can always use the Calmo Connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calmo. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can help. And now, if you would please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for being a loving God. And we thank you so much for sharing the stories of the supermen of the Bible with us. And Lord, help us to use these very human examples to help us grow in our love with you. And we pray that you take my words of this message and you transform them for each one of us listening so that we hear that message that you have for each one of us. We pray all these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm your neighbor, Jerry pastor at Calmo Church. Have a great day. Have a great week. And bye for now.